For this very high-class, highbrow audio podcast, we hired the finest British announcer to introduce the program. By most estimates, there are more than 283 multilingual people in this world. The Leonard boys are not counted among these. Instead, they belong to a much larger, less exclusive group, the monolinguals. And so, our heroes are engaged in the tireless pursuit to master the many nuances of the English language, their native tongue. To do this, they must navigate the intricacies of its definitions and qualifications. How many rocks are there? What counts as a rock anyway? Isn't sand just really small rocks? Anything is fair game when you're indulging absurdity. Hello and welcome to Absurdity Indulgence. I'm Davis Leonard. And I'm Joel. And Joel, I have a question for you today. Okay, let's go. A few days ago, Joel, mm-hmm. um, I was spending a little bit of time with some friends and we were playing a game called Codenames. Okay. Are you familiar with this game? Uh, is it like a werewolf-esque game? It is not. So okay. you are not familiar with it. All right, great. no, we're close. All it's right, a great keep... game. One day we'll play this game. It'll be great. Okay. Um, the basic... Uh, premise of the game is it's two teams. Um, one person on each team is the code master. They're looking at a plot on a card that correlates to a grid of cards on the table. Uh-huh. Each card on the table has a word on it, and some of the words are for one team, some of the others. Some are nobody's word, and then one word is like the assassin, and if, you, if, they, if your team picks that word, you lose. Right. Anyway, so you're intended to give a clue a one word clue and how many of your cards give a number of how many of your cards uh are associated with that and you whoever gets all their words first wins so it's it's like 4d password e, you mean what do you mean by 4d like it's complicated time based it's complicated it's password not... <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure as last i checked time uh <laughs> password still <laughs> travels through time Literally. like all other games <laughs> You don't play the last round first. <laughs> I don't know. Would that be a well, would that be a 4D game where you play the last round okay, first is, and work is your way Jeopardy backwards? Is Jeopardy a 4D game then? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> because you start with the answer, and uh-huh. you have to have to get the question. I have to get the question right. I have a problem with Jeopardy in general, just because I love I love it. I first love of all, Jeopardy. first of all, before I even hear your problem, let me just okay. state Jeopardy is the absolute best constructed television game show ever made. I do not disagree with that. (laughs) The premise is perfect. Okay. However, some of the answers Uh and question combinations just kind of don't work for me. I mean, there are definite situations where if you ask this question, that is absolutely not a helpful answer (laughs) to be given. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And it's just because of the the premise of the because, show. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it lends itself to to answers that... But Because if I was to say, like, in genuine curiosity, Hey, Davis, uh, who's Batman? <laughs> what is Batman? And you'd be like, oh, 
This person is not Superman or Wonder Woman, but is the third popular person at DC. I'm like, that's not a helpful answer. Along with Superman and Wonder Woman, <laughs> the third founding member of the Justice League is this person. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, that's... No, thank you. <laughs> why, you... why are you talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I understand that. So, I mean, it's just a little bit of a slight, like, nitpick that kind of pops up every once in a while. I'm like, that was dumb. I don't like that. <laughs> the, the the reason Jeopardy is the best of all time is it's literally the sheer number of questions to time ratio. There is, oh, there yeah. There's no other... Mm-hmm. Because the game shows exist for you to play along. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't watch a game show to do anything other than to play the game. Right. Jeopardy has the most game. In yes, it. exactly. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And, and and so it is it is here is 22 minutes, 30 minutes of, you know, television and there's a question 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 question. Like, All right, let's yeah. go. I will say though there are also some times where the judges because they're just people are not consistent with what they will accept as an answer. And there are some times that they will not give it to someone and I'm like, "You should have given them that. They had it. They they missed they gave it they made it plural instead of singular and you said no. Are yes. you kidding me?" That is also that is not a knock against Jeopardy because that right. issue exists in all game shows. Yes. So, it's just that every once in a while it makes you go, "Meh." But it's a no, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that it's a great show. Um why are we talking about this? <laughs> code names. Oh, right. Code names. So, the point of the that game is basically word association. Yes. And in this particular game that we were playing, the clue that was given was transportation two. Okay. Now, on the board, on the cards, on the grid, there was a card that okay. was... So, hang on real yes. quick. Okay, go ahead. Did you lose this game and you're about to explain to me why you should have won this game? No, 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 no. I, we played many games. I won some. I lost some. I I, I, this wasn't my clue, actually. You're, you're setting it up like something you're prepared to be salty about. No, no, not salty at all. It's a fun game. I don't mind losing. Okay. Um, but... It's not that I mind losing. It's just like I, I want to lose because I was bested. Not, okay, not fair enough. Of... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so on the board was bus, uh-huh. plane, uh-huh. and skate. The other team, having been given the clue transportation two, they only had two cards that were supposed to go with the clue transportation. Okay. Um, and they were contemplating and discussing whether or not skate would be an option, which we then discussed, are ice skates a form of transportation? So, what are, what are my, my options are bus, plane, and skate? Yeah. And, okay, so so not, the, it doesn't specify roller skate or ice skate. No, I think the word was just skate. Okay. It might have been ice skate. I don't really remember. I don't think it's relevant. See, so I feel like if my, my clue is transportation two, mm-hmm. and those are my options, skate would be my first choice. What? Why? Well, it is it is the only possible form of transportation where I am using two units to transport myself somewhere because I would be using two skates or two... Okay, then you are not understanding the premise of the game. <laughs> the two is referring to how many of the words on the board. Ah, ah, okay. Yes, gotcha. sorry, gotcha. sorry. <laughs> I, I must have not made that clear. There is, you get one word clue uh-huh. and then you give a number to how many of the cards on the table okay. can be associated with that clue. Gotcha, okay. Um, so bus and plane are the obvious choices 
Yes. And you tend to go like most sh- certain down and work your way right. down. So, so the argument is: should they have said transportation three? Um, potentially. No, no, no. I mean, I think I think they only said two because skate was probably not one of their yeah. cards. Okay. Um, but there was some debate before they chose. I think I think they went ahead and chose plane and bus mm-hmm. uh, about because you know you just really want to work through work through all your options, and there was some legitimate discussion about whether or not skates are transportation okay do you have an issue with roller skates being transportation i don't know so i want us to break down the categories of transportation let's just lay them all out let's name all things that are transportation go (laughs) okay (laughs) transportation is something that gets me from here to there Mm -hmm. now we are saying that walking is not transportation i I don't think walking is a mode of trans. Well, is it? My gut says it is not a mode of transportation, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I. Mm, okay, is if it is. Mm, okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Thinking. Right I, I can tell, this. Joel. I can hear. <laughs> I can hear those things happening. Um. Uh, so I will say this. So. If walking is transportation, then skating is transportation mm-hmm. because transportation is just getting from point A to point B. Yes, but that's okay. So, but here's the thing: is skating the transportation, or are ice skates the transportation? Ice skates would be the mode of transportation. Is it the option? Because planes are not transportation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. So I'm asking. Let's let's categorize all the modes of transportation. I mean, is I mean, f- flying is not transport is not the. I mean, it is. Well, <laughs> I want to say it's not what's flying is not the thing doing the transporting. You know what I mean? Right. That's okay. that's how so, it's being so transported. Are you asking for transporters? Ugh. <laughs> uh. All right. All right. I, I think I, I know the area you're in. I don't know if I know what you're getting to, but I know the area that you're in. So a bus is. Yeah. A. That's a mode of transportation. Mode of transportation. I think. Or is riding a bus a mode of transportation? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think those are the, that's the distinction we need to make. Um, okay, so a unit of transportation is a mile? That's a unit of distance. I mean, that's, that's a unit of distance. And tra- but transportation is a real-world distance. Yeah, there, there's no other way to interpret transportation. Yeah, okay, let's break it down. Let's break it down a little bit. Okay. Transporting. Mm-hmm. Is moving something from one spot to another. Yes. Transportation is the act of. No, uh, is it an act though? It's transportation is an is a noun, isn't it? Like transporting is the transport is the verb. Transporting. Okay. Is the action verb. But I can't point to something and say that's a transportation. Now I can say that's a mode of transportation. Right. But if you don't have good transportation, mm-hmm. transportation is an is the subject of that sentence, isn't it? Yes. Oh boy, okay. we need mom for this. So I, I I can't point to something and say that's a transportation. I can point to something and say that's a mode of transportation. That bus or that car Correct. or that plane is a mode you can say, of transportation. You can say that that is a transport. I can say that's a transporter because it's a thing that transports. Yes. That's a uh, that's a something else you can say, yes. I can't say that's a transport, can I? Yeah, of course you, you can. can. Absolutely. That feels very wrong. Yeah, you can, like like in in ward, you can lose a transport. Yeah, that's the what is that? What happens when that happens? What do you lose? 
the vehicle, typically, I would assume. It is the transporter. Or or is the transport referring to, like, a group of transporters? I don't know. I don't know. Um, this feels like it should slip into a transformer discussion at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm transporters just, <laughs> more than meets the eye. I just I just want to go ahead and and plant the flag in my expectation of that, so that when it happens down the road, I I have I am prepared for that. I was like, oh, I knew that was coming. I knew that that flub was going to happen. Okay, a a plane is a mode of transportation. Absolutely. Okay. A bus, a, a, a thing that assists you in your transportation is a mode of transportation. Okay. So that would that would argue that shoes are a mode That's of where transportation. It's, it's a, Joel, you read my mind. That is exactly the next thing I was going to say. Are shoes a mode of transportation? That can't be right. Or is it a method of transportation? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're just going to get into a world of synonyms here. Hang on a second. <laughs> Okay, here's here's really where it breaks down, um, it, where where your line is, because because you you're, you're you're sitting there and you're saying you know bus yes, mm-hmm. walking no, and where well where... see right there bus and walking are already a a very similar but separate group of terms because riding can can honestly okay well riding's may not maybe not the greatest example because just about all of them except walking are riding, yes. um so driving i mean i guess riding is anything that you're not in charge of driving suddenly you're now i can say driving if the family is driving across country only one person is driving at a time if we're driving to disney world yes rather than flying so you're 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 riding you you can okay so you can be riding and still be in charge of it i mean yes because you are just sitting and it's moving beneath you it's carrying you mm-hmm. you're just steering basically well, I'm, I mean, like, like, so I'm, I'm thinking about like riding a horse, right? Like, like, you... and I, I was also thinking about wagons. Okay. Yeah, it's the precursor to car. Yeah. But you, but you do drive a wagon, don't you? Yeah. But you absolutely. ride a horse. Yeah. Okay. So riding, you, I feel riding feels like you have a little bit less control. What if you're riding a bike? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start saying driving a bike. Or does that imply that it's a motorcycle? That's that's where I like. I mean, you also <laughs> ride a motorcycle. You do ride a motorcycle, that's for sure. I think I think you ride things you get on, you ride, you... Drive you what you get in? Yes. And then if you have no control of the thing that you're in, you're back to riding it. We need a flowchart for this one. Holy <laughs> smokes. Hang on. Because... So, if you get on something, you're riding it. You ride a bike, you ride a horse, you ride a surfboard. Yeah. If you get in something, you're driving it. You drive cars, you drive buses, you drive airplanes that get their own special word. Pilot. Or fly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> but but you're still, you're driving it. Yes. I mean, I'm assuming, are you driving the plane before it gets off the ground? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's got yeah. a steering wheel and it's wheels. It's on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, granted, the steering is not coming from the wheels at that point. But yes, you are steering and it's on wheels. I mean, you're, you're definitely not flying the plane, but are you still piloting the plane? Are you saying that you're piloting... The entire time. Right. Whether whether you're driving or flying, it's yes. always piloting. Yes. That is my question. I do like that. I like that. It's very succinct. Okay. Then can I argue that I am piloting my car? I don't see why not. Okay. 
So then there's no difference between piloting and driving, except... Well, piloting can encompass other things. Yes, piloting is... Piloting is being in control of the machine, right? Yeah. Okay. In that case, mm-hmm. who's in charge of a train? Okay, so that... Okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I was going next. Because already, I do have a question, a little sidebar. I know we're getting sidetracked again, but trains were around before cars, yes? Yes. Yes, yes. And we're already using the term car. Mm-hmm. How did cars get car when that was already a thing? How did we start calling them cars? And not, I mean, we had automobile. I mean, it was an automobile, right? So we had automobile and we had motor vehicle, horseless carriage at some point. Well, yeah, I think we did. So it's a, I mean, yeah. How did we get to, it's, okay, is car short for carriage? And that's it what is, I'm isn't assuming. It? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because even, even on the train, that's a carriage. Mm-hmm. A carriage is just something you're, you're 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 inside. You're in the carriage. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'm All happy right. with that. Even <laughs> if that's not right, oh, that's that's so like, so uh, it, it, arguable. It feels good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That feels so good that that's got to be true, and therefore you can't uh, prove to me otherwise. <laughs> you can't dissuade. That's right. Great. Okay. So trains. I mean, there is a train driver. It's a conductor, right? Yeah, the conductor. Okay. Mm, engineer. No, the engineer. The conductor. This is okay. I do know this. Okay. I think uh, <laughs> this is a this is a very common mistake that people make, and other uh, certain individuals love to point out that it's wrong. The conductor is that dude who stamps and pops your ticket. The engineer drives the train. Really? Yeah. Two different people. So a conductor is a train flight attendant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The train train flight attendant. He's he's conducting everyone. To make sure everything's running on time. He's the conductor. Uh-huh. So he's kind of in charge, but he does not go then drive the plane. So really, ooh, he might be closer to like the... the, the, the flight control? The flight flight tower. Yeah. Uh, is, isn't that the train station? No, that's the airport. Okay. Isn't there somebody in the train station saying, hey, there should be a train? Is that the conductor? Does the conductor <sighs> then get on the I train? Mean, I kind of, I, you know what? I don't know. I assu- I always assumed the conductor stayed with the train, but I don't know. Yes, he has to stay with the train because they they take off and then he starts t- yes. taking tickets. They don't they don't do that before they leave. No, he, so, he definitely so yeah, he's with the train. Goes with the train, and I and I assume stays the night at the train wherever the train stays the night until he gets yeah, back yeah. home. Yeah, he's, he's he's he keeps he stays with the train. So the thing is, the 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 tower has all the con- conductors now. There all together, they don't have to go with the plane, okay. but they're in the tower. That would be my analogy. I have zero clue if that's correct, <laughs> if that's fair, well, or accurate. Okay, it's it's easy to go from train to bus, where you have the engineer to bus driver, and then the conductor mm-hmm. is he is he is doubling as the conductor. Mm-hmm. He is he, doing both, or, or I guess his little money receiver. Yeah, the the swipey now is is, it is, is now. also providing that assist. Yeah. That was that is famously one of the first jobs to be automated, and all the conductors were out of work. had to had to do some job training to find something else to do. On buses. Uh huh. <laughs> because they realized uh, a penny jar could do it. Just drop your little pennies in there and get on. We don't need a guy to stamp your keep it keep it going. Hole punch your. Now, uh, last time I was on a train, somebody came around and clicked my ticket. When we want a train my ticket, Check my ticket. <laughs> he did something to my ticket. I was on a train last. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. I w- it was. Were you over the age of eight? Yeah, it was 2013. Okay. Maybe. Somewhere in there. Maybe 2012. 
It was it was in it was within the last ten years. I mean, trains, for all I know, may still do that. They may still have conductors because I mean, besides like locking the door until you can you know run your ticket in it for a reader. Uh, I mean, I, I also I also that. need some level of like excuse me, I have a question that I need to be passed up the chain. I need sure, I need that. Yeah. You need some sort of attendant of some kind. Which, like, mm-hmm. th- there's nobody checking tickets on a plane. If you make it to the plane, uh, you, you get to go. I mean, they check the ticket before the plane, but yes, yeah. Yes, I you know get that, on, I know if, that. But I'm saying, if you get on, on the, the plane, plane, going through the skies, they don't say, like, hey, wait a minute. Everybody show that you paid to be here. So... Yeah, they don't. Unless you suddenly, I mean, what if you're on a full flight? Surely, at some point, when they're about to take off, they say, sir, find your seat. And you go, oopsie. I don't have one. <laughs> they might they might find out that way. But as long as you're on a non-full flight, you might get away with it. I don't know what happens. And, like, this isn't amusing because obviously there is a plan and a process for this. But mm-hmm. I don't know what happens when they overbook a flight. Do they – does everybody get on the plane and they go, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Like, or, or do they – do they? I'm assuming they look at something ahead of time and go, oh, no – we have everybody showed up. This flight is now overbooked. Yeah. And so we have to deal with this. But I don't know either. I know that that is a thing that happens. They overbook expecting people to change and not show up. Right. But don't they also give everyone a seat? Yeah, they do. So if you're imagine, imagine yourself sitting at the gate waiting, a man or lady or child, probably not a child, sits down next to you and you get uh, do a little bit of small talk. And you just kind of glance down at their ticket, and you see your your, your seat number. <laughs> what kind of conversation is that going to be? <laughs> so when when I when I last and again when I last bought a plane ticket, they basically were like, "All right, you've bought a plane ticket. We'll tell you what your seat is when you get there that day." Now, if you want to pay extra and pick a seat, right, right, then you can do that, or you can just show up and we'll tell you what your seat is. And I yeah. assume that... That right there is, is a flight that's going to be overbooked, for sure. I was like, potentially, I guess? Like, it's going to be overbooked, and then you, hopefully it won't be full when you get there. Right. right. So, but but there's there's these stories of, you know, they, they call in the plane, like, hey, we're overbooked, and now we're going to start offering, you know, what such and such for people who are willing to give up their seats. Right, yeah. We, we have stories of people, you know, being y- yanked off the plane, but I'm like, mm-hmm. how did everybody get on the plane and where are they at the time that's a good question i mean i haven't heard of any like specific story that i recall of people being seated and being asked to leave there was there was a story it was it was united because everybody Uh was really mad at united for a while where they ended up dragging somebody off of the plane and it was was like that guy's the guy that's going was that the one where he was a doctor yeah that one okay I i didn't remember that one being uh because it was overbooked I believe so. Okay. And I, and and at some point, I mean, and again, I don't I don't know what the contingency is. I am assuming that at some point it's within the airline's rights to say like, "I'm sorry, we we said we would deliver this service. Mm-hmm. We can't and or won't now. So here's your money back." Mm-hmm. And so there you go. I think there is some amount of by law compensation required. Like if sure. you're, because there's that like if your flight is delayed by a certain amount of time, you mm. have to be offered some amount of accommodations. 
Is that the same law that says if your professor is 15 minutes late, you can go home? <laughs> <laughs> is that a subsection it's of that the law? the exact same law. <laughs> if the professor is 15 minutes late, if your roommate dies, you get all A's. And <laughs> if you get hit by a bus, you get delayed free by more than tuition. 24 hours, you get a free hotel room. <laughs> they wrote them all into one law. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they get to the point where people are on the plane before they realize that it's that everyone showed up. I don't know. Because, I mean, is is because they do get their seat number before they get on the plane. So at yes. some point they should have seen. Yes, they don't start handing the tickets out at the door. It's like, <laughs> go find E4. Because <laughs> I can't imagine you getting on the plane and up, it's full. Everyone who's still standing back off the plane. <laughs> like See, everybody again, who's in the aisle. The case, it suddenly makes sense why people start getting up right away. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, know, you said, they're like, why are you getting up right where? We're section F. We got time. That they yeah. just called A. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no, if it's this, then yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. I don't think that's it, though. I'm going to start getting up just to be safe. I don't travel nearly enough to have any clue how airports work or flight. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it baffles me to this day. How do you start an airport? Well, um, I think the first thing you need probably is a plane. How do you get a well, plane? Okay. <laughs> Well, there's, there's, okay, there's two different things. Do you, are you trying to start an airport or are you trying to start a airline? I mean, both of them are baffling to me. Because that's two different things. Uh, an yes. airport, all, all you need is a large amount of land and you just build an airport. And then you'd ha- you make contracts with airlines telling them that they can land there. And then they pay you to land there. Um, there's probably some other stuff you probably have to do with the FFA or whatever. FAA? Which one is it? Uh, F. F is it two two Fs F F A? That's the Future Farmers of America. Oh F A A then surely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to get the land from somewhere. It's probably farmland. <laughs> uh, You're not knocking not down what buildings. Be like, nope. Seattle needs another airport. <laughs> Move. <laughs> Surely there's something about some sky laws that you have to be aware of when you build an airline or an airport. But an airline, you start yes, with planes, and I'm pretty I sure. I would assume that, I mean, I can't, okay, I assume that I have to follow something. I can't sit there and go like, JFK is terrible. I'm going to build one right next to JFK to compete with JFK. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're shooting airplanes into each other. <laughs> And it's like, we'll get you there faster than JFK or crash. Because if we get you there at the same speed, we'll crash. So there is probably some amount of like distance between. Oh, certainly. You know? And just the fact that they have to know that you're there and every other airline or sorry, airport. Every other airport has to also know you're there. Yes. There's some catalog of all the airports. Uh, but yeah, if if I want to like compete with with you know the airlines and like I just I need to start me an airline. Mm-hmm. How that that's wild that that that's a thing. Um, you need you need a lot of money for sure. Airlines air, air airplanes are expensive for sure for sure. Um, there's not a whole lot of stuff you don't need a lot of money for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need an airplane, and then once you have an airplane. Then you just do the exact opposite. You make the contract with the air- airport and you pay them money to land. And then you have some sort of booking system set up to sell tickets. Right. And you coordinate with the airport. I, I, I don't 
see how it works for me to be like, hey, I, I, you can't really build that from the ground up, like a, the, like a mom and pop style thing. Like even if you start with one <sighs> well, airplane, you might be able to. I, I wouldn't say that necessarily the company could. Like, I okay, here's what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning a massive airline called Glider Co. or whatever. All right. Glide Air. Because you started out doing, like, hang gliding tours. <laughs> <laughs> until, like you could a... afford, until you could afford an ultralight plane. So this is like a SimCity Age of Empires <laughs> yeah. progression bar. <laughs> but in order for it to have become been a mom and pop shop to start with, you have to keep the same name. Otherwise, you're just... You taking your capital from one company and putting it into another, right? Okay. So, <laughs> but let's say let's say I I sit here and I go the 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 airline system is flawed. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care for how the big names United American Airlines work. I'm gonna take Glide Air and I'm gonna mm-hmm. build it up throughout my life so that I can hand to my children Glide yep. Air and they will be the competitor in this world. Mm-hmm. But that that's starting with, like, one plane. I'm like, hey, everybody, don't go on those pl- flights. Go on my one-plane flight uh-huh. from here to here. Yeah. Charging competitive ticket rates. Yeah. And how, like, it's going to take me forever can, to pay for that plane. Absolutely. But you can sell yourself as as uh, being able to provide more customer service because you only have the one plane to worry about. Yes, but I the, the tickets are still very have to be expensive. Yes. Like I do think I do think there is a hurdle that you have to get over of yes, this is our first plane and our first flight. Come buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like fuels not you know like, like there, there are there are scenarios where like enough people don't buy a ticket for a certain flight and that mm-hmm. flight loses money. Absolutely. And it's worth it for United American Airlines to do that for customer service because they can't just arbitrarily be like, well, you went somewhere boring. <laughs> Nobody else went. <laughs> so you don't get to go home. You could do that if they had smaller airplanes. You could do that. I mean, but they do. I mean, they do have smaller airplanes for that. But like smaller airplanes don't use cheaper fuel. Just less of it. <laughs> yes, less of it. But of course, then it doesn't go as far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to some bounce along some airports. Right. So I mean, it's doable. They do it. <laughs> yeah. You you can get everywhere you can get by plane. I just I, I feel like you have to you have to jump in immediately. Like Spirit was the most recent thing that I can think of, and it went from nothing to like, hey, we've got a lot now. We're definitely an eighth tier airline yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's, like, it's it's definitely uh, like if you're looking into some startups, it's going to be one of the higher you know uh, things starter capital, in. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like I, I I can see how you can do how you can build up a cruise line with one ship because for a cruise the the experience is what it's all about. So I, yeah. I can my my hey I've got one boat to dedicate mm-hmm. all of my customer service to. Like mm-hmm. oh okay I want to go to the boat that the entire company is focused on making good. Plus the experience is pretty much the same, you know, fundamentally, whether you're on a cruise ship or a shrimping boat where it's like, yeah, you're on the water. So if you like start with some tours again, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's essentially the same thing, just on a smaller scale, right. it's very easy to build them from that. that. That's a much more 
feasibly scalable uh, endeavor. <laughs> this is such hypothetical economics. <laughs> like, that seems right. <laughs> I could I could write a story about that. <laughs> I can I can see how cruises work. Airplanes I don't get. <laughs> I can see how cruises work. And you know why? It's because they fly. That's the whole, that's the key. <laughs> With cruises, if, if I'm going on a cruise, I want the experience of going on a cruise because I ultimately mm-hmm. end up where I started. Like like the the journey. It's all about the journey on the cruise. Yeah. With an airplane, it's all about the destination. Yeah. For ninety eight percent of the people in the world, like I right. I, you know, I can sell like several thousand dollar tickets for my luxury airplane ride mm-hmm. but first of all that's a blimp and because mm. i mean because also planes are fast and that's a big deal <laughs> so like if i'm doling out on the service that's so great that you want to experience it's like all right you're done 40 minutes all right get off <laughs> it's kind of like a fair ride essentially <laughs> exactly it is and you we know what go fast <laughs> you know what i think that's comparable uh you know price wise how much time you spend riding it? Mm-hmm, to how much it costs, okay. absolutely. All right. Fair rides are expensive. Yeah, all right. Now I'm about to bring this full circle. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Is a Ferris wheel a mode of transportation? No, absolutely not. You didn't go anywhere. So you move on a mm-hmm. Ferris wheel, but you don't move from point A to point B. You move from point A in a big old circle to point A again. If you get if yes. you go to point B on a Ferris wheel, you failed. <laughs> it is a yes. bad Ferris wheel. Hmm. Okay. So I might be able to get us a loophole there because you only traveled on one plane, not an aeroplane. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but on one plane of existence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, ne- you only went in, in two dimensions. Uh-huh. So that might be a good loophole of not having to s- say that you didn't really go anywhere in the grand scheme of the earth. Okay. Because yeah, you also didn't do that when you, we're riding around on your scooter, but because you didn't travel uh, in a in north, south, and east and west, you only went two of them. Okay, so I am going to build a Ferris wheel. It's a hypothetical okay. Ferris wheel that defies the laws of physics. Okay. Okay. But I'm building a Ferris wheel in Tennessee, mm-hmm. probably about Nashville. This Ferris wheel is so big that when you climb into it in Tennessee, yep, and you start going up, 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 it, it's a clockwise Ferris wheel. So you're going up, 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 up. <laughs> that depends on what side you're on. <laughs> I'm on the south are you, side. Are you, are you north or south? There you go. <laughs> that, that, that's a good point. So I'm going up, 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 up. And mm-hmm. at about the 90 degree mark, you're hanging out over the Mississippi River. Yeah. And then you keep going up. You're, you're miles and miles in the sky to complete this loop. And then at about the 90 degree mark on the other side, at about three o'clock, you're mm-hmm. hanging out over the Atlantic Ocean, and then you come back down to Tennessee. You know what? I just, I figured it out. Okay. I got it. That is not a mode of transportation. That is, in fact, a ride. Okay. It is an entertainment ride. Okay. Uh, anything where you get out where you got on, uh-huh. that's a ride, which makes roller coasters not a mode of transportation either. Okay. How about cruise ships? Yep, it's a big ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. Okay, no, because cruise ships, cruise ships make make port in places. <laughs> How about? No, no, no. I no, I no. I changed my mind again. No, no, no. It's just a ride. You're not you're not traveling to that place to visit that place. You went on a cruise to be on a boat ride. Uh huh. 
Ready? Ready for this one? Hit what me. What about cruise ships that get lost? Ooh. <laughs> Did they accidentally turn into modes of transportation? Hmm. Here, okay, here's the real problem. Okay. That there's no nothing really different between uh like a shipping container ship mm-hmm. and a cruise ship. Like right. they're both boats. Yes. You're just your your event makes it a ride or transportation. So is trans I mean I mean, yes, but and, and that that's already a thing because a roller coaster has mm-hmm. carts and carts can right. be modes yeah, of transportation it, or not. They're basically just a wild train ride. Go-karts or, you know, bumper cars. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know about bumper cars because you don't necessarily end up in the same spot. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, that's also true of go-karts as well. It depends. I mean, but you, there's also go-karts on a track. And I'm going to argue you don't have to end up in the exact same spot because uh, you have to end up in roughly the same spot. Because if, if, a, if a cruise ship stops a little early one time... Right, yeah, suddenly- yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a long way to go for just two meters. <laughs> or if, or if the like the exit ramps on the other side of the boat than the entrance ramp. <laughs> Whew, it took me so long to walk across this boat. We went, we went into Guatemala first. <laughs> would you, would you like to go to that dock by way of Guatemala? <laughs> I have no idea if any cruise ships go to Guatemala. <laughs> never been on a cruise i think it's very apparent that i've never been on a cruise <laughs> well yeah i tried to think of a caribbean island and guatemala came out and that's not even close because you can't go to a cruise captain and be like hey <laughs> how's your boat ride <laughs> you know what? i'm really worried now that guatemala doesn't have any coastline how's your big wet ferris wheel doing buddy <laughs> Can you Dukes of Hazard a boat? If GTA has taught me anything, yes. <laughs> so theoretically, you can take a cruise anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Okay. If you've got enough speed mm-hmm. and a and a and a large enough ramp, absolutely. Because I I very much like like, like fan boats do that all the time. Like they'll they will hop some la- patches of land in the marsh just because they can't. Like they'll just kind of little, right. do a little boop. Right. Um, however, if you take a cruise to Wyoming, that's, that's, that cruise ends in Wyoming. <laughs> it's like, that's a mode of transportation. <laughs> that might be transportation <laughs> at that point. Unless you're coming down with such force that you skip off of Wyoming. <laughs> and land in a great lake. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maybe I, I, I was going from the Atlantic to the Pacific. I don't know. Oh, oh that's a big skip. Going. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Atlantic to Pacific. There's no way you could skip in Wyoming from Pacific to Atlantic. You can't go further on the skip. That's crazy. It sounds to me like transportation can't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to not have fun for it to be transportation. Trans- okay, it, it could be fun, but transportation transportation is about the destination, not the journey. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yes. That's that's very good. That's I. That's very succinct. It's uh, understandable. Are there any things? That ruin that. Okay, so well, for for so skates can be both because you can you can yeah. skate in a fun circle around the ice rink, but also if mm-hmm. you need to get from this side of the frozen lake to that side of the frozen lake, right? You, you're gonna be faster and better on skates. Mm-hmm. So for for that instance, yes, I would say that skating can be transportation. 
However, it does not have to be. Okay. Yeah, that 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 really helps me out, actually. All right. That's what we're here for. It is transportation when you are going somewhere, and that is the purpose the, the focus of the focus of the destination. Going. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if the focus is the journey, it's a carnival ride. Correct. <laughs> it is a ride. Which is why those boats are called carnival cruises. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, their marketing's. I, I can't tell if their marketing is good or not good. Should I have already known that? Should, should their marketing have taught me that already? Or was Are it so subverted? <laughs> Did everybody know that? Did everyone just waste a whole half hour listening to us? Can you go up to a carnival? Can you go up to a carnival guy, captain, boat captain, and be like, hey, how's your carnival ride? How was your big wet Ferris wheel? I think I think he has to answer that question legally. <laughs> well, he has to answer a question. He's a, he's a boat captain. That's all. That's what he does. <laughs> Okay, so here's my question then, Joel. Okay. Skydiving. Uh-huh. Certainly, I want to say, is about the journey. But I'm also really sure that you want to arrive in a specific location. Meaning, the ground. If you if you land somewhere uh-huh. else, the, the journey's ruined. <laughs> um... Okay, there's definitely, like, like, I feel like James Bond has done skydiving into the ocean intentionally. Oh, boy, Joel, I can tell you right now that uh, Pierce Brosnan's, uh, I want to say, maybe Die Another Day, um, he does a fantastic uh, para-surfing in the Arctic off of, like, a rocket car hood and a parachute. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks terrible. (laughs) Like visually, or just like something you wouldn't visually? Want to do? I did. I uh, no visually. I didn't know it at the time when it came out, but I have since seen uh, a video commenting on mm. on the quality of visual effects. It's not great. That's that's the most disappointing thing is something that I know looked impressive at the time, mm-hmm. and and to come back to it and be like, that's that's uniquely bad. Yeah, and. The problem is, I don't know, is that because that was the best it could be no, at the see, time, like, and now it's not? Or is it because I didn't know any better? If it's the best it could be, I'm fine with it. Like, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park is the best that it could be. It's still good. Okay, but th- there are moments in Jurassic Park, like, that's a cartoon dinosaur. Like, I can tell that's a cartoon dinosaur, because I, I know what to look for now. Yeah, yeah, but compared to some things that still happen today, mm-hmm. it they did it correctly. It yes, is good. Yes, they did it correctly. And that's why it's like, the when I can look at that and say, that's a cartoon dinosaur, mm-hmm. or I look at pretty much any Star Wars, and I'm like, that's cartoon stuff happening. But that's the best you can do it. You, you are pushing the envelope as far and as hard as you can. And for that, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with, even if it looks rough now. Right. Um, it, it is stuff that, and, and if there's stuff that I look at and I'm like, that's terrible. Why would you even do that? That's just... That's disappointing to begin with, but things that I know that I enjoyed and remember being like, ooh, and then go back and watch it and go, that is not only bad, that is bad in a way that did not have to be that bad. Like, I remember watching um, The Mummy Returns in theaters and Mm -hmm. seeing The Rock Scorpion King come out. And, like, I knew it was a computer-grafted rock on a scorpion body. Like, I I could see how they did it, but I'm like, they have reached the point where they can... Make that's centaur I monsters. can recognize that person, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then and I watch it. And I'm like, no, that you you could have done that better in 2001. That did mm. not have to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's what's disappointing. Yeah, I think 
I'm usually maybe not disappointed, but also maybe not ashamed, but I kind of want to say the word ashamed, ashamed of myself when I go back and watch something that I thought was good and then see it now that I've learned more and gone, oh no, (laughs) no, I was just a child and enjoying a movie and this is garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So one, you will have to always forgive yourself for what you enjoyed as a child. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned that watching something called Spookily the Square Pumpkin with a child. It is um, it is about a square pumpkin and all the other round pumpkins make fun of him. Uh-huh. And then a great wind comes through the farmhouse and it blows all the round pumpkins away. But the square <laughs> pumpkin doesn't get blown away. So he gets to be the jack-o'-lantern on the porch that year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awful, but it's so endearingly awful. And the child that I was watching with this had no dissertation of like this quality and, <laughs> and it made me be like oh hey hey that's you you just you can't um another, okay oh no no an even better example okay. watching any direct-to-video disney sequel oh my god joel <laughs> the hunchback of notre dame 2 that's is the worst animated piece of content i've ever seen like just the animation yes. is so bad yes, it is. when did you watch that <laughs> um not that long ago because like maybe Maybe four years ago? I, I have been, I have been touting the monstrosity of Hunchback 2 forever. Because, <laughs> oh my okay, god. Because here's it was the on thing. Netflix one day, and I just happened to like, yeah, okay, I've never seen it. Turn it on. Oh, I didn't need to see this. <laughs> so here, here's how bad Hunchback 2 is. Do you remember the beginning of the Hunchback of Notre Dame is um, he's doing a puppet show of, mm-hmm. the, of the origin. Right. And so I was watching Hunchback 2 thinking, oh... This animation is intentionally subpar because it is storytelling. So it is this <laughs> storytelling, you know, child animation. It will turn into good. <laughs> just like the, the, the puppet show from the first one. Like they're mirroring the first one. I mm-hmm. get what they're doing here. Interesting mirror, you know, poetry storytelling. And, and like, they did that story for an hour and a half. <laughs> it, that movie's like 63 minutes long. <laughs> That is a movie in quotation marks. <laughs> so, and, and I knew it was going to be animation that was not up to the level of the first Hunchback movie. Like, I knew that. Right. But I, I still watched it. I was like, I know this is going to be bad. I still reject that as being that bad. However, if you had asked me as a child which movie between Aladdin and Return of Jafar had better animation, I'm like, they're equal. They are both Aladdin movies with the same exact Aladdin quality animation. Absolutely. Watching them now, oh, that one's for a, that's a movie and that's a TV show. Like I, I can immediately see it. Yeah. So I've not seen that one in a while. It the, the animation is cheaper, and and that's yeah. like it's a TV show. It's, and what I what I typically expect is like it's flatter. It's like they just didn't do any shading. Yeah, that's a lot of it. They didn't have time. They, like I I didn't realize shading was so expensive for them <laughs> that they couldn't be bothered. Yeah, it's it's a lot of shading and a lot of I think just maybe less frames i was about to say they just didn't draw as many pictures yeah. <laughs> they do half the pictures and also it was only uh half the length so it was really only a quarter of the pictures <laughs> and no wonder they could make that for nothing i was like hunchback 2 was about nine pictures above the <laughs> <book>. <laughs> it's so bad um i don't so Yes, that, that, that's my point for this segment, is, is forgive yourself for having enjoyed garbage as a child. 
I will do that. Because you can't you can't dissertain how, yeah. how it looked. Yeah, and I will say I also can enjoy how bad things can be. Yes. So that I, I, I never typically I typically uh don't not enjoy something. If it's not a good movie, I can recognize that and still enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Which personally I appreciate uh I would hate to be someone who uh has criticisms of of a movie that then ruins their experience all the time. I feel like you could never enjoy a movie. I, uh, How do you feel about that, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> Let me say we 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 can do a whole nother we could not an episode, we could do a mini series or a genuine spin-off of my feelings on appropriate art <laughs> criticism. <laughs> appropriate film critique, appropriate art criticism, expectation mm-hmm. Versus reality and how you allow expectation to color your experience of a movie and whether yeah. you're allowed to do that, I guess. And that's how I do it. I I don't have expectations for the most part. That is how I go into movies, which helps me to not be disappointed. <laughs> there there are movies that like I expect to be amazing, and if they're not, uh, my response would be like, "Well, I expected it to be, so I guess it was." <laughs> And that's on you now, <laughs> Joel. You're the reason it wasn't good. No, because no, no, you no, no. expected too much. Nope. I expected it to be good. And mm-hmm. then no matter what it was, it was great. Because I expected it to be. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that defines... Your expectation defined what good is. Yeah. So if A equals B, B actually equals C. So A equals C. You expected it to be good. It was this. That means this is good. Yeah. I don't like that, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that comes down to... That 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 also that that gives it a certain level of it. it there still has to be a certain level of quality, mm-hmm. uh, so it can be so bad that it can usurp the expectation. Sure. Um, but okay, easiest way to explain it is like every movie starts as a three star movie. You put a movie in, it's play. This is a three star movie. Okay, and you're just moving the dial. Yeah, hopefully when, as you once go. I finished it, it'll be a five star movie. I'll be happy if it's four. I'll be disappointed if it's two. I will tell everybody to avoid it if it's, you know, but like it starts. If I put in a movie that says Star Wars on the cover, that starts as a four star movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it, it just, you know, the just being a Star Wars movie, uh, the like Detective Pikachu came out and, uh-huh. and it was like, I have no knowledge of this. I haven't played that particular game. I have been waiting to see live action Pokemon in a big budget movie on a big screen mm-hmm. um, for so long. And I know that it will fulfill that expectation. It will just show me Pokemon yeah. in live action. Um, Can I tell you, I watched that not too long ago uh-huh. and was locking it in my Letterboxd app. Yep. Uh, and in that app, you can see other people's reviews. Yes. And my favorite review of, of Detective Pikachu was just one sentence. I can't even remember how many stars it was, but it was, how come Pikachu be cussing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they had to say about that movie. <laughs> but like, that, that movie could have been a detective movie or a loud action movie or a nature documentary, but mm-hmm. it did the thing where it did put live action Pokemon in the world and let me walk around in it for a little bit. Yeah. And so I'm like that. I have that expectation and it meets that expectation which is not really a quality expectation it's just a thing that happened expectation so i was like good movie (laughs) (laughs) so that's the thing is if you're turning the dial 
what determines an uptick or a downtick is not necessarily good or bad. It's enjoyed or not. So if a movie is so bad you're enjoying it, mm-hmm. it can start to uptick, even though normally that would be downticks, surely. No, that, that, that is a downtick. And then once you get to the bottom, you keep cranking it. <laughs> okay okay the needle does a full one, yes, 180 exactly. all the way around okay so so that that's that's not a tick thing because once you once you tick you immediately go to five and it's not that it's a bounce it's it's going down 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 oh. and it gets so bad it starts to get good again it went so bad so fast mm-hmm. it recoils yes gotcha okay and then there's movies that but there, there are movies that that are going down and they're going down with such force they go through the ground, not Oof. doing a bounce, just mm-hmm. crashing through and continuing on a down. Just burning. Well, all that to say, ice skates can be transportation. Yes, ice, ice skates can be transportation if you got to skate somewhere. Yes, if, if your path is icy. So... Or not, because I guess technically... Well, okay, hang on. No, 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 no. They I, have I to know improve I, it. Otherwise, they're a hindrance. I was about to say, I was just about to wrap it up, but <laughs> if you're just... If you're not on ice, you're just walking at that point. Yes, and it's <laughs> harder just, to walk. They're just crappy shoes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I will I will have us wrap it up there. All right, I think. wrap that up. Uh, Go ahead and in your big old thing of notes, put like the rules of criticism because I will throw those down. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, I think that will do it for us then. All right. Until next time. Bye, guys. Absurdity Indulgence is recorded in front of a live studio cat.